right, all right, fine. I'll be a gracious host. How you doing? Little Mermaid is the scariest Disney movie by far, though. Why the hell is Ace Blade in your Kickstarter? <laughs> Some comics. We gonna, I'm getting controversial today. We're going to get controversial today with... with... My, my proudest moment is this interview. And being able to talk to you too. What, could you hear me? No. What? <laughs> I got a text from my cousin, like, right when the show intro started, and it's cracking me up now. It's oh, terrible. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Um, What's up, Fish? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Taurus Comics in collaboration with Fourth Wall Productions, respectfully brings to you the 92nd episode of the Four Tales podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Silva from Taurus Comics. Across that way is a purse wardmonger of Ace Blade, Danny J. Quick, and together we are your two award-winning Blurred Comic Creators, here to help you find your next favorite comic. We are live on Age the Geekdom Network via Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and we're also live on TikTok. So if you're listening or watching us, thank you for your support. But don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and review this podcast, because all your positive reviews and interactions help us reach a bigger audience. And we are, all, we are still live because uh, we weren't part of the... WGA strike, so I'm glad we got that all taken care of, and we're able to continue doing this, man. Yeah, we don't have writers; we just do this. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just get on here and talk. What are you talking about? I write that intro every week. I write my I don't know questions every week. I, I do write I, write. I do write. I do write questions every week. That's true. But you write your five your your five yeah. questions. Your quick takes. Yeah, the quick takes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. but that's not. I don't think that's. Nope. I don't think it's the same. Right. <laughs> but the strike is over, though. The strike is over. Is. Now. Yes. And I, my understanding is it's all because of you. Huh? Uh, yeah. They were like, we want the Ace Blade cartoon soon. And okay. we need to get the strike going. We need to finish this strike so we can get the Ace Blade cartoon finished. And nobody told me. I, oh. I, <laughs> I, I'd be oh. down with that. But I think oh. the Ace Blade cartoon has is, is got some time. Got some time for sure. Two years? Well, yeah, we'll give it two. We'll say two years, but probably more like five. But, you know, we'll see. I'd love to do a cartoon in two years. All right. All right. So what's, what's, what's been new? What's been new with you, man? Man, um, I'm tired, as they say. I've been dang on, been, been grinding, trying to get these dang on. Uh, what's up, Imani? I've uh, been trying to get these projects off the ground i'm working on multiple projects behind the scene y'all know me i'm team i'm team close to the chest i don't just be out here telling spoiling stuff so i can't just be telling y'all uh what i got coming <laughs> what i got just what i got coming out i'm sorry wait what wait what <laughs> when did you know, I'm team I close to the chest start because i i could have swore you were hashtag team spoiler like all day always always all day every day work day on sunday so but i've been i've been sworn to sworn to secrecy to be honest with you on a, on a couple of things only like the close closest of, of circles knows like literally my wife knows and my and kyron you should bequeath everybody what you're talking about i can't bequeath anything oh. to anybody um okay imani says it's lies so um well we'll see we'll see i, I can right. tell y'all 
the, the October is going to be some new stuff happening. And I can just tell you that. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? I feel like what we should bring you? our guest on. Cause yeah, 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 yeah. What about me? Yeah. I don't I don't about you. No, no TV deals you want to talk to talk about or you and I will talk about no that com- at another point. No new uh, comics or uh, awards coming up. Anything like that? No new awards. Um, I have started drawing. I drive for server part two, which uh, some of you guys will see probably on TikTok. I think I'm gonna start streaming my art on TikTok there. What? Why? Okay. Yeah, I like yeah. it. All right. No. Um, uh, PM Comics said the gang already knows, and PM, you're right. His <laughs> inner circle already knows what he's talking about. They, uh, yeah, they know. They know. His, his Illuminati, <laughs> as they say. Staff, the staff knows. The staff knows. The staff PM, knows. PM Comics, Justin. TikTok, yeah. they, they know. They know for sure. Yeah. So outside of that, no. Um, you know. So true. Thank you, PM. I'm going I'm to try to go live more often. I'm going to be like Danny, do some sketch covers, do some artwork, you know, things like that. It'd be great. But yeah, nothing else, really. Nothing's, nothing I, I can bring up at this moment. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I think it's time to bring on our guest. Okay. All right. I mean, <laughs> I felt like you were going to do something spectacular with your intro there. It was just like, well, let's bring it on. I, I don't know. Y'all just, y'all just threw me on. Oh, this, is, this is now a friend of the family. I was not available. I was not here last time Jamil came on. Um, but you and uh, you and he had a, a great conversation. Um, and, um, you know, I had to I had to make sure I was here for this time so we can catch up, man. How you been, Jamil? I'm good. I can't complain, bro. We need to you need to properly introduce him for those that didn't see the first episode. Okay, let me let me pull up the bio real quick. Jamil Lisi, Lessie, Jamil. Did you not get the the questionnaire? I sent you all his info. I did, but you know I'm terrible with names. Oh, um, the writer and creator of of Azalra. I want to say how you been you've been doing comic books for well you've been drawing uh for at least. 14 years now um on depending on if your facebook is is right or not i went back all the way to the beginning of your facebook and the first thing that i saw was art some graphic design and actually a character that looked a lot like absolver and i'm gonna ask you about that later um but welcome to the show sir oh how you doing how you doing thank you for having me can't yes. complain so speaking of uh uh the early days of social media um i saw you were doing um, graffiti, like you, you were the one. Of, some of the earliest things you posted were like some graffiti sketches. And you had a little chibi character that was gray with with pink eyes. Was that Absolver? You know what? I wouldn't say that was Absolver, but I just always liked that look with that. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, so um, that's what it became. You know, okay. so that was some early character design then, right? Yeah, I was like, I, I I was going back through your social media. I was like, man, I just, he was working on this way back in 20, 2012, 2013, and uh, and has been sticking with it. So, uh, when was the for the for those who don't know you, if they didn't catch the first episode, give us a little bit of your background, how long you've been making comics, and what your um work what you're working on now. Um, <clears throat> so. My background in comics, actually, I didn't release my first comic until, you know, we dropped when Concrete Comics dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, prior to that. That was the first time you read a comic? Yeah, that's the first time I, I released a comic, wrote a comic, everything. 
you know, prior to that, you know, yeah, I had a friend. We were supposed to do a comic book together because he was the artist, and that's why I learned how to color mm-hmm. because I couldn't find a colorist or, or whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn. I'm going to pick it up. So I learned it, and then, you know, that that never came through. And then, of course, I ended up on a another – um at the time, in between that, I joined the Powerverse. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so uh, during that is where I end up, you know, looking for artists and stuff. I bumped into Lonzo and then, you know, uh, got Concrete Comics. But um, as far as that goes, yeah, that was around the time I really first released everything. Prior to that, it's a bunch of ideas and concepts and sketches and for, uh, for comics. So currently what I'm working on is... Um, Again, wrapping up episode over four. Uh, it's, in, it's in production. I would say it's 85% done. I would go. I'm writing issue five and issue six and um, working on the next arc. <clears throat> and so currently I'm working on a new character design, but a new story concept, which I feel is um, going to be unique to add to the concrete universe. Okay. So, and then, of course, my own little separate projects outside of concrete. You know, um, you know, Lonzo pushes us to do our thing, and that was always the dream prior to Concrete was to have my own established um, brand. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's where I'm at with it right now, currently. I love it. Um, so yeah. is is Absolver Four gonna wrap this wrap this arc, or would it be four, uh, five and six? Will be the end of the of this first Absolver arc. You know, what? I was gonna wrap it in in issue four, but. Issue five, it's going to be something special. Mm-hmm. It was always going to be issue five. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to rush the process. So I'm going to wrap it in issue five. But issue five is going to be a a, a big a big book. You know, nice. I don't know how many pages. I'm going to just, honestly, I'm not trying to cap the pages. I feel mm-hmm. as if as an artist, when you uh, put your creativity in a box, it loses something. So I need this arc to end special. So if it ends up with 60 pages, 60 pages. If it ends up with 40, 40 I, I'm just going to write until I am happy with this. And, and <laughs> Lonzo out there like, wait, wait, wait. You might be the artist, but hey, I'm t- I'm t- <laughs> publisher-wise, we can't handle this. <laughs> you know what? I, I know. I know. I know Lonzo will go give me some pushback, but I need it. I need it. Hey, if so, you, I'll, um, say, I'll say two things then. Number one. If you cap, if you make it any more than forty pages from front to back, you need to increase the price. Yep. Whatever you were selling your books for, double it because the print price is gonna double. No matter, I don't care yep. who y'all print with. If you print with uh, Comics Wellspring or Joe Smo down down the street, the price are, is gonna go up. Um, if you if you go over forty pages, so definitely. But you know what? You never. We shouldn't focus on the what. It's always the how. I mean, mm-hmm. so if I had it with sure. 60 pages, that's part one, part two, part three. That's three different books. You know? Okay, yeah. And then, yeah. you know, there's possibilities, you know. Right. Um, oh, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm not putting myself in a box for this. One. No, no, and never that. No, I never put you like, in a box. I feel like all arcs should end on a, on a strong, you know, mm-hmm. on a strong note. I don't, I don't want to be the typical, you know, one through five issues arc. It ends open and start. No, I'm going to. I'm gonna end it. It's going to. So I wanted to be special. I wanted to be special. Yes, I think of course the story is is the most important part. As long as you can tell tell the story that you want to tell, it doesn't matter how many pages it is. For sure, you can figure out if it's four books or eight books or however many. I'm just saying if it's 
don't try to put it all in one unless you're willing to raise the price because them publishing fees is is quite ridiculous. Like printing, it is, printing, it is, printing it is. forty. I have so we had one book, uh, in the Ace Blade series that's forty pages to print, right? And <laughs> me and Morgan were going through trying to figure out like the profit margins on each book and all this stuff so we can make sure everybody gets paid and you know which books are most you know uh cost worthy to print and i was like yo this villain season is my favorite book because it's 40 pages they play number five but it costs double it's it costs double to print and the print prices went up so now it's like four dollars an issue to print so i was like man i'm glad we're selling our books for ten dollars because we wouldn't make anything on this book <laughs> if we were if we were trying to sell it for five that would be quite ridiculous so but you know um, what sometimes uh everything is a means to an end yeah yeah you know um sometimes you you i believe in making little early sacrifices mm -hmm. for a better greater tomorrow so yeah. if i'm okay with taking a loss to make sure my book gets in as much hands as, po as possible yeah you know then I, I'm willing to do that. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, but like I said, from from Lonzo being the guy in charge, he's not, he may not want to go <laughs> that route. So okay. cool. the only way I would concede is if we uh, chop it up into parts, part one part. And I can, and, you know, after we read it and he reads it, we'll mm -hmm. find the best way of chopping it up. But as of right now, there's so much that I need to put into it because those that read Observer or or becoming fans of Bob's over, there's a lot of explaining and, you know, and I want the next arc to be fun. You know, I mm -hmm. want to, I want to actually bring Absolver to the limelight, see him fight a little bit more, talk a little yeah. bit more. So I need to end this one. I need to end this arc real strong. I, I, on the last interview, I could like, my favorite opening scenes, like the 007 opening credits, you know, it's long, mm -hmm. it's drawn out. Mm -hmm. And it sets the tone for the uh, for the movie, and that's what I want to do with Absorber. So I'm just trying to yeah, set the yeah. tone. So yeah. yeah, um, I'm with you on the uh, the sacrifice thing. I think we, I think a lot of times us indie creators, we are willing to um, take less on the back end if our to to make sure that our our stories get in the hands of you know people who want to read them. And um, right. I think that that's absolutely honorable and it's it's almost necessary you know as we as we um grow our audiences and things like that so um but yeah i think i think <laughs> once we get there though once you get there that the, you're gonna reap the rewards of that once the it gets to the people and uh, the right people get a hold of it you know you won't have to worry about that no more i hope yeah i mean you know it's just you know uh when you change the way you look at things the way you look at things will change right so to me i'm not yeah we're gonna clip that that's gonna be clipped right there <laughs> on our way to work we should listen to this guy that was teaching like quantum physics and when he said that mm -hmm. it like it took me a while to wrap my brain around it because i you understand it but i didn't understand it mm -hmm. and i was doing landscaping at the time so my boss who had me listen to this guy says hey you know what's cool about working here he's like what some people spend 30 days, 30, some, some people spend, uh, what, at the time, gym membership, like $30 or $50 a month to go to the gym for an hour a day. And he's like, yo, we're at the gym every day for eight to 10 hours getting paid. Getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when he said that, I was like, oh, shit. 
you change the way you look at things, the way you look at things will change. Yeah. Ever since yeah. then, landscaping became fun. I became fit. I was lean, but you know, um, to tie it back, you know, success is uh subjective. It's a mindset. You know, yeah. I would be happy with three hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need to be a millionaire. I don't. Don't get me wrong. If the universe wants to give me that, I'll gladly take it. You know, <laughs> but you know, it takes a million people to hand you a dollar for you to be a millionaire. Right. You know, so me again, the sacrifice is today. You know, I'm not worried about tomorrow. I'm never, I'm never greedy. You know, so um, yeah, man. Like if Lonzo say, "Yo, you're gonna be negative if you drop this book," and but if in my gut, if I feel that it'll reach people and create a shit ton of fans for Absolver, yeah, then I'm like, "Yo." I'll take the L. I'll make money off the first four issues, but the fifth issue, it, it, it has to yeah. drop. Like that. You know, so um, that's just what it is, man. So hey, I'm with it, man. I think that's, I think that's the one of the things that separates indies and 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 mainstream. I think a lot of times they, and of course you've got to look at the bottom line in order to continue operating a business. But you know, some things are more important than money. A lot of things are more important than money. So, you know, I'm with you on that, man. That's honorable. Yeah. For sure. yeah, I mean, and as an indie creator, you know, you already, we already sacrificing, you know, the time, the energy. A lot of people don't, you know, when you read the, the negatives about indie books, one of the things that comes to mind is, you know, becoming a fan of, of um, a story, mm-hmm. but they never get to complete it or it doesn't complete. And then, right. you know, a lot of people don't put in perspective, like, you know, this is being funded by our own money and our own time, so it's 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 tough, you know. I mean, I, I watch a shit ton of animes and not getting a second season. <laughs> you know what I mean? You big fan, you know. They do it all the time. You know, we are never going to get to see the end of the amazing Spider-Man Garfield. You know, it, it right, happens. right. So I'm still mad know, about that. You know, so sacrifice the sacrifice is real. So um. I'm, so I'm 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 gonna stand by that. And yeah, honestly, it's the first time Lonzo was gonna be hearing this. Uh-oh. It's really about issue five. So uh oh uh oh yeah. So y'all can Lonzo, don't get mad at us. We 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 just trying to pod. Don't don't get mad at us for what he's saying though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we I'm gonna encourage you. I'm gonna go ahead and encourage you. <laughs> hey, you hey. encouraging strife <laughs> and conflict in conflict <laughs> comics? <laughs> no, none of that. None of that. Never that, of course. Mr. But. Fish says if we were in it for the money, we wouldn't be making comics. And that's true. I mean, a lot of times, yeah. a lot of us, this is just a, a passion project or a hobby. There, very few of us can actually say that we're making money off of comics right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Um, but no, man, I, like I said, the stories, the story is, is so important. And if uh, you're a creator and you want to be able to complete a thing you know like you said to to be able to see a project to completion definitely got to make some uh make some sacrifices um, Vinny, did you drop your your tiktok live stream i did my battery died oh okay goofy max said he had to drop over to mines because you ended your <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had the my, my my microphone battery was about to die and i was like man i should have charged this thing but anyway yeah sorry, my bad goofy. goofy i'm sorry <laughs> Um, so, uh, Jamil, are you into any mainstream comics? You reading anything, uh, in the mainstream these days? Honestly, um, I haven't even, I remember the last time I read anything mainstream, 
you know, I still collect them. My comic book shop still calls me and say your box is full. Mm-hmm. You know, got paid and have them shipped. That whole closet is full of books I haven't even read yet. Mm-hmm. So I was reading uh, Power Rangers, Spawn. Um, I picked up the Venom series. I liked it enough to have them only send it to me when the trades are ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I'm at. But I've read a lot of... Um, I like this one. If anything, I'm watching. Um, I'm I'm, I'm reading. I read or I'm, I'm following Ordeal on Webtoons. Okay. Ordeal is a great read. And then on this manga, it's uh, Kaiju Eight, I believe it's called. That's the last two things I've been reading as of right now. So, so you know, I but, um, and, and the biggest reason why I slowed down too is because. My mind is crazy. Every time I read something, I get inspiration to do something. I'm like, okay, I got to create this story and write this story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want to maintain focus on where I'm at. So, like I said, my my main focus is Absolver and um, my little side. Not my side, but, you know, my personal business I want to start in the comic book industry. So, I don't want to lose control and, you know, never never finish these things. So, so I got to know. I got to know because you said that you didn't read comics until you started making them. What got you into this then? Oh, no, no. I, no, no I've, I've been reading comics prior to this. Oh, okay. I'm sorry if I misspoke. Oh, he said that was um, the first time he made a comic book. Oh, the first time I made the comic, yeah. I'm still waking up. Don't, don't listen to me then. No, it's okay. Up. It's okay. <laughs> you know, my father used to take us to watch, uh, like I said, uh, it was the Superman, uh, the first Superman with Chris Marines. Mm-hmm. The Robocops, the Terminators, the, the Batman with Michael Keaton. But what really got me into comics was the death of Superman. Mm. That's like, I, I noticed comic books prior to that, I probably just glanced at. But that book, that run got me hooked. With the, you know what I'm saying? And then um, it didn't, I was a big Superman and Batman fan until sixth grade. And then my friend introduced me to Spawn. And that was, it was it for me. Nice. Spawn is what got me hooked, hooked. So. Well, let's talk about Absolver a little bit. I'm, I'm going to show a picture of him real quick. So for anybody that hasn't read Absolver, can you give us a brief overview of what it's about, what the character's about, things like that? Oh, man. Absolver is what is known as a mezzo in the spiritual world. Um, so heaven obviously has its angels and hell has its demons. So in between is limbo, which doesn't sound cool. So I end up calling it oblivion, which sounds ten times better. Mm-hmm. And um, they have their own spirits, which is called mezzos. Um, so basically, angels—they're bound to, you know, how you live. You had to live a specific way to make it in heaven, and obviously, everybody understand how you become a demon. Mezzo—you can only become a mezzo based off a certain number. And also how you live. So, for example, for X amount of souls that heaven and hell get, you can become a mezzo regardless of how you live. You know, you could have been faithful to God, you could have been sinning, but if it's if it, when you die, if it's that if if your number is called, you're a mezzo regardless. You know, that was the deal that was made. And on top of that, like I said, if you were like a non-believer or whatever, those more like the end of the become mezzos. Um, Mezzos are driven driven by their purpose, and basically, you know, however you live is your purpose. So if you was um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna give away some shit. I got a mezzo oh, name. Give it away. Go ahead. I got a mezzo named Wildflower, and she's like a cross between uh Poison Ivy and Swamp Things. 
Mm-hmm. So obviously that's how she lived. You know, she lived about protecting Mother Nature and trees. That we shouldn't be cutting this down. So when she died and she became a mezzo, that's what it is. So Absolver's purpose is obviously vengeance, and I, I'm not going to go in detail there. So. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. That's cool. Well, no, 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 no. I already <laughs> gave it away too much. So, um, <laughs> so basically, that's that's what it is. Absolver's is a mezzo. His purpose is vengeance, and we will find out in the next arc. Or maybe issue five, but definitely we'll find out soon enough. I love it. I love it. So when I first saw Absolver, I want to say um, I thought that it was a. I mean, you can kind of see, you know, the spawn influences on there. Yeah. Um, but of course, you got the uh, the gemstone and just the the white gray, you know, cow. Like I was like, yo, this is this is kind of dope. It's definitely different. Um, simplistic look. Make yeah, sure that, stand yeah. Out. Thank you. Definitely, thank you. Definitely. So, um, what were some of your your um, what were some of the the comics you were inspired by for for Absolver? <clears throat> well, the design with Absolver. One thing I remember, I was working with somebody, and they said that um, when you draw on a character, aesthetics have to make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of characters get designed and they will have things on because it looks cool, but does it make sense? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and I've always been a fan of cloaks or mm-hmm. something that floats in the wind. Like when you gotta draw a dynamic pose, something gotta be floating. And so most of my characters got something that that you know for, for that mm-hmm. purpose. Um so I won't say his design was influenced. The biggest design from Spawn was the simplicity of my Bulger's M on his chest. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so when I looked at the Absolver, I just, I said, look, I need something simple. So basically those two white lines are pointed to the center and they're what's called, and they're pretty much arrows pointing to the middle. Cause you know, he's from the Oblivion. So the Oblivion's mm-hmm. uh, crest is, those arrows as point to a central point. So mm-hmm. outside of that, the grave was because um, you know, heaven and hell, so in limbo. So he's in the gray of it all. Mm-hmm. And the gems, the gems play a significant role. You can tell us. Uh, Go ahead. No. Nah, yeah. Team spoiler, please. Nah, come on. You can't come on the show and not not tell us nothing now. You gotta Danny, give us Danny, 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 tempting us like this. Right. You know how you are. You know? <laughs> I know, I know. The gems, all right, let's put it this way. The gems play a significant role to his ability vanquish. Okay. Which allows him to uh, copy the souls of anything that was living and living, and he gains their abilities, their knowledge, and their skill sets or whatnot. And and, And their gems are really what's linked to heaven and why hell wants him so bad. So... The gems are him, but they're not him at the same time. And that's the most I can say right now. All right, that's okay. good enough for me. All right. <laughs> Brian Lambert's in the chat today. What the gems mean, that's all we're going to get, apparently. So uh, <laughs> I got tell people Brian, on TikTok like, asking for the not, exclusive. I'm not giving away nothing. And just tell Brian to chill. <laughs> Chill. We're we not doing that. Nope. We, we got to get the books. When, all right. So I, I know you said you're wrapping up. Absolver 4. When are you going to um, drop it on Kickstarter or are you uh, just going to do a direct release? You know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure yet. 
I am mm. not sure yet. I'm pushing to the regular release, you know, to avoid the the stress and the the strain of the Kickstarter. Definitely a stress and um, strain. <laughs> definitely but, is. You know, it definitely. I definitely want to base it off of where I'm at with Absorber Five. So by the time Absorber Four is finished and where I'm at Absorber Five, I would say that because if I can get Absorber Five done in a certain amount of time. I might just release them both in a way back to back. Again, this is what I've been thinking. I haven't even discussed that with Lonzo yet. So Lonzo gonna be mad at us. I can no, already no, tell. No, he, it's, it's okay. Lonzo gonna be like, I, I can never have anybody from Concrete back on that that if podcast. Jamil, if Jamil feels more comfortable talking to <laughs> us about these things, he's just bouncing ideas right now. He's not really, you know, yeah, it's not really, you know, it's not really concrete yet. It's just, hey, you know what? I'm thinking about doing this. He not, there's nothing to be mad okay. about. You can tell I'm us. So, you can I'm, just share your ideas with us, man. I'm just thinking at this point, we are that close with Jameel. Well, we're now part of his inner circle. He's willing yeah. to work things out with us. That's all. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, I mean, right, those that follow of us and know, like, they treat me like the, the bad little brother over there. So, I don't know, like, <laughs> it's the only way I can get them back. You so. <laughs> come on like reason. He's like, hey, man, listen, I got I to gotta share with somebody. I got to do it. I got to do it. <laughs> hey, we're, we're definitely uh, uh, open ear for you, man. Um, you know, we love we love to 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 listen and, and bounce ideas off of each other. But, you know, like I said, when you when you make your decision, it's your decision. That's that's one of the best things about, you know, indie comics is that, you know, you get to make the decision. You can say, hey, I right. want this next book to be 80 pages. And mm-hmm. if I don't make no money off of it, I don't make any. You know, you can make that happen because it's your project or, you know, you can say, hey, I'm only going to put out. I want to make this next book, but I'm only going to put out one copy and it's going to be a thousand dollars. And that's, hmm. you know, that's your choice because you, it's your book and you, you create it. So that's one of the best things about, uh, I mean, val- we call those val- rare comics there. That one book. For a <laughs> I mean, <laughs> those are very rare. something that you place on your own, you know, when you look at it, somebody said these diamonds are very valuable. So now mm-hmm. we're paying crazy stupid mm-hmm. money for a rock. Right, you know, for for um, a piece of coal, basically that just yep. got broke down a little bit. Some old coal, yep, it yeah, is. So, <laughs> you know, that's just what that is, you know. But the thing is, like, I always tell people that ask, you know, if you're coming to the comic book business and you're only chasing money, then I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just telling you be prepared to be disappointed. I'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you not to do it. If you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Unless your name but is like Todd Farland or Robert Kirkman, don't worry about <laughs> making no money. <laughs> don't worry about making no money right now. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> don't yeah, worry about it. it. Like it's, 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 it's a marathon, not a sprint. And yeah. a lot of people in this world believe, you know, everything is a sprint. Like, nah, it's a it's a marathon. Like, you don't even like. I have some personal issues I'm dealing with right now. You know, mm-hmm. that's really what. If I'm being honest, which really slowed up the production of. Absorber, mm-hmm. and like I always say, I'm I'm grateful for having a team in Concrete that keep me motivated and talk to me and push and stuff like that. Um, because we all we all need it. Yeah. We all need it. Um, but the dream is still alive. The dream is not dead. You know, it's this is this is just it comes with it. You know, and it's us weathering the storm. So at the end of the day, it's really not about money for me. You know, my ultimate goal is. Like again, when I first when we first started, there was a lot of gatekeeping. Mm. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, there was a publisher that I was a fan of, and I went to him, and I asked him specific questions, and he was just real dry with the explanations of it all. And I was like, okay, I guess you don't want to talk. But yeah. crazy enough, when Absolver 2 dropped, he wanted Absolver on his company. And I was like, look at that. You know, but but it's, it's reasons like that. Because, had with that back then, two. they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. Yeah, but um, but it's reasons like that is why I do that because it's like growing up, it's like, damn, how do I get a part of DC? How do I get a part of Marvel? And we yeah. all wanted that, but there was no way. And then you learn that they will uh buy your character, shelf your character, and have you working on their characters. So, me, it's not about money, it's about creating a path for people that enjoy comics that want to do comics or have access to it. And you know, webtoons beat us to that. But mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, it's still um, it's still about creating opportunities for people. And yeah. the second thing is we all grew up falling in love with characters, but there wasn't enough representation, mm -hmm. you know. And to me, that's the biggest thing. It's, listen, I have no problem with the character I grew up with loving, you know, but to me, it's all about creating balance. If you got 99 and we got one, so if you got a hundred and we got one, my goal is to create ninety nine that's popping just as much as yours. So, and usually they will pop more. Yeah, that's why I'm in it. The benefit and the bonus would be the money, but you know, last but not least, you know, say you can never take away the fact that I'm a legit comic book writer, creator, and I release books. You know, so you cannot take that away from me, and I love it. Yeah, I love it. Do you think? Um... And of course, this is something that you would have to talk to, uh, to, or maybe it's something that you've heard. Do you think uh, um, there might be a, a webtoons page in Concrete's future or Absolver's future at all? Um, you mean the actual to go to actual webtoons or have our own? Either one, either one. Um, there's a strong possibility for both. You know, um, and that's not something I feel is a secret. I just there's feel like. I feel um, that still another as idea. indie creators, we need to take, we need to, we need to act. Did he just leave and start doing that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just feel that in, yeah, in the position we're health. in, you know, we need to take advantage of everything that's out there. Yeah. yeah. Everything. You know, we, you know, tomorrow, webtoons and digital comics might be the main medium for everything. So it's easy to just get your foot in the door now. Versus, I right, now I got to redirect and rebuild to do this because this is where it's at. You know, because if you're in it for the long game, you know, a lot of everything is becoming digital and social media. You know, we could be the last of dying breeds for physical media with books and video games and and stuff like that. We might be the last, you know. Oh. So by the time my son is our age, everything's digital. It doesn't matter. So we might be the last for physical media. So I don't think it's a secret. I don't think I'm giving away anything. I just feel as if, like that's. I just feel like that's something you guys should do. Concrete should do. We should definitely open up the space, uh, to be digital. Yeah, I like, think have, um, that, have that. I think people. I think so. I've seen creators talk about, you know, so uh, webtoons. If people don't know, is basically an ad sharing program so mm -hmm. you know you put your comic books on there you put digital um comics on there 
And, you know, once you hit a certain amount of subscribers, you know, you share in the ad revenue. So um, I've seen them say, you know, something like they've they've paid out over twenty seven million dollars or something like that to to creators. So you can still make money in, in Webtoons, too. You can still make money doing digital comics. But it's um it's the part that's similar to Kickstarter and, and all these other platforms to me that that prevents me from doing it. Those the people who are on Webtoons are are usually on there because it's convenient. Like all the comics are there. You know, I don't have to go anywhere else to read all these different kind of comics. Um, but you don't get to capture that data. You don't get to keep that data. So if I'm putting out the next issue of, of Ace Blade, you know, if I'm putting it out physically first, then, you know, there's no way for me to let my Webtoons people do that unless I, you know, make a whole, put it out digitally. You know, so it's, I like it's to, weird. go ahead. I was going to say, and it's weird that you say that um, Webtoons has paid out $27 million. If you really look at how long Webtoons has been doing this and how many users they actually have, it's not really a lot, at least per user. No. Also, so, I mean, I know there's probably are a couple of users out there that are making money off of it, but they're not making a lot from it. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I don't think you can make, I don't, I wouldn't say... I don't know about Marvel and DC and them, but I know digital yeah. comics. But it's it's free. We, when we talk about when me and Morgan uh, talk about digital comics, like we don't have to do any more work to send that stuff. Like when people buy digital comics from our site, it literally downloads to them instantly. They get it instantly. I don't have to send a follow up email or anything like that. So it's like that three dollars is is worth it, you know. And then there's a lot of people who don't, you know, they don't want to spend ten dollars on a comic book, but they want to read your stuff. And if they can read it on their phone, they just want the content. And we want you to have the content. I've been giving away Ace Blade. I've been giving away Ace Blade number one digitally for free for five years now. And it's always helped me. You know, everybody who signs, who gives me their email for our website gets Ace Blade number one for free digitally. And that has helped. I want to say that's helped me be able to kind of build an audience for Ace Blade over these years because, okay, you get a, you get a free issue. Now I can see what the story is about. And now I can decide if I want to keep reading or not. So digital comics, I think, is 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 worth it. It's just, you know, the balance of, of what you want to do. Yeah, it is. But I mean, like I said, it's just a matter of where you at with it. You know, if you're if you're if you're in it for the business, you have to stay in line with what's going on. And if you're just making comics, then you're gonna put it wherever you can get it read anyway. So Again, I think digital is really important. Um, I think coming up with a better digital platform where, yeah, you know, on the outside, we're not on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. So you can see where you're spending all this money and time to create your comic books and you got to build up this fan base to get paid yeah. off of Webtoons and everywhere I, else. There's so a, I think, God, oh, what is it called? There's a platform called Blurred Station right now mm-hmm. that I've been that I've been hearing a lot about, and the the creators are they're going to be doing something similar like that. And to whoever that is that asked in the comments about Black Sands, yes, I think they had a a digital platform for a while. But um, when I was reading it, I mean, it was cool to be able to get on there and read comics for free. But they like there was a a journey part, like there was a, a story part that was kind of involved in it. You had to go through the the seven trials or whatever in order to be able to get tokens to read um to to read further and stuff like that and you know 
I thought it was an interesting idea, but I think it may have prevented prevented people from, you know, really um, jumping in there. So and I don't I don't really know what the why they stopped that. But I know that that app doesn't I don't think that app exists anymore. Um, so um, definitely I think there's definitely people working on it. Uh, we got a comment here from Kenji. Uh, what's your opinion on AI art? Would you use it for concrete comics there, Jamil? Um, we only hit you sideways now, Kenji. Um, again, I, I'm not here to judge nobody. You know, if everything is a tool, they said the same thing about drawing on tablets. I was going to take away from, you know, original artists and stuff like that, or stuff like that. Um, I think everything's a tool. Me personally, I would not use AI to create a comic for the simple fact that I love the, the headache. I love the writing. I love the character creating. I love creating my lore. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I read a great story, and it happened, and I and I fell in love with the story, and then they say it was created by AI art. To me, okay, I read a great story, and I love it. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm not here to say yay or nay or bash you for that. Like, listen, some people, some people like me, I, I, a lot of us are blessed to have a shit ton of ideas, but can't get it out there. Mm-hmm. You know, for mm-hmm. me, I got a shit ton of ideas, and I just want to color and this co- uh, character design. And I've been, I've been trying to team up with artists. Like, yo, if you draw, I color, we both write. Let's just drop something that eliminates eighty percent of the funds anyway. We put this thing out, we will make profit ten times faster yep. because we don't have to go through two thousand dollars worth of sales to finally make profit because we both did everything. Yeah, but you, it's hard to get people to see it that way. Now, if if I'm get, if I'm sick and tired of asking people to work with me, <laughs> and I gotta use AI art, all right, listen, I'm use AI. Art, you draw my ideas. I'll clean up the six fingers and seven toes or whatever because I'm already an artist. <laughs> I will color it. I will color it. I'll pay to get a letter and work like that. You know, and and the truth of the matter is. As life get harder, artists raise their prices. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm not here to judge anybody in how they utilize AI art. You know, um, again, it's a tool. You know, I think it's dope if you tell the AI that, you know, like right now, I can't finish this character design because I'm so busy. But if I go to the AI art and say, hey, yo, I need X, Y, boom, 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 boom. And it designs a character for me, and I can take from the four or five choices and put together my character. That's dope. To me, it's no different than like a colorist. Um, if I spend four hours on a picture, three of those hours are doing the flats, not even making it look good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So most art, those most colorists pay a flatter. You mm-hmm. do that shit, so I can do the fun stuff. So again, it's. It's a tool. I'm not. If, if your story is dope, so be it. Like I said, to me, I just enjoy the creative part. I love creating the lore. You know, when we get off the phone, I'm gonna blow Lonzo's phone up so we can work out this new character I was talking about because you know we like to bounce ideas off each other. You know, I can't get that with AI art. Right. Yeah. You know, I can't call you guys. I can't call the AI art like I could call you guys. Hey, yo, Danny, what you think about this idea? Hiring, what you think about this idea, bro? You know what I'm saying? So again, but 
like I said, and I'm here to admit it. If I, I got a shit ton of comic book ideas, characters, and stories. If I can't team up with an artist, I've been contemplating. You know what? I'm gonna spit this shit to the AI artist, AI art. You draw what I need, and I'll color it, and I'll fix it up. I'll redraw what I may need to redraw, and drop my book right there. I'm saving myself two thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that'll be my explanation. And if you want to bash me or cancel me, I'm cool with that because I'm not in it for that. Let me, log, let me log into you know? my let me log into my alternate account so I can go on your 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 page and bash you now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. But, I'm, I'm just saying we might not have Jamil back on. I'm gonna log into my burner account. No, man. I, I think there's. I think that there are. I think there are things that you can do with with AI. You know, um, I'm a graphic designer, so when Canva came along, you know, people were like, "Oh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna have a job anymore." And here I am, five years later, still with the graphic design job. You know, still getting paid to do my job because, like you said, there's there's things that that Canva can't do that I can do, you know, yeah, right. as a graphic designer, they're not going to, people want to talk to somebody and say, Hey, I got this idea. And can you do this? And they can't do that with Canva. And there's, you know, a, an experience that I have that a computer doesn't have. Um, so there's, I don't think there's ever going to be a time where artists are obsolete. I think AI is definitely going to be continue to be developed and it's going to be, it's not going anywhere. It's good enough. It's going to be good enough that that the regular person can use it and create things. Like I just I, I shared a I shared a, a email that I got the other day from one of these AI comic studios, and they were like, "Hey, we want to pay you to create stories on our on our platform." And I was like, "I'm not going to do that," but I see that I see the platform, and I see that people are doing it. So you know, it's it's going to be a thing that happens. So. It's the same story. Oh, how do you feel about cars? So are you going to stop? You're not going to drive a car because you'd rather, you know, feed eight horses. And, you know, again, I don't know the way, the way these gas prices are right now. Yeah, like, a horse might not be that bad. You know, the only time... My skateboard looking things, really nice right now. Like, I look at things like when you walk in Walmart and then you have to ring yourself up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you see it's taking jobs away from people. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that because they pay they pay in the engineer that made them things a yeah, hundred times more. You got, you, got, you got you got less cashiers. Yeah. So, so stuff so stuff like that I'm against when people are actually losing their job. Yeah, yeah. As an artist, instead of working against AI, you can work with AI. Like I have a friend who uses it, and he pitches AI its story concept, his mm-hmm. story concept, and writes out everything. He goes back and edit it. But this is a man that has like three kids who mm-hmm. is also a graphic designer, who's also this he worked from home and take care of the kids. So he uses it as a he uses it as a tool. He said three kids. Oh, he said three. I got four. He said three okay, kids. I said, just want to make sure. Yeah, well, he, 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 he had a dog. So that's now that sounds like me, three kids and a dog. That sounds like all right. So I mean if you if you use it as a tool, and like again, like I said, when you change the way you look at things, the way you look at things will change. Yeah. I'm not I'm not at the part where I'm ready to use AI art, but I'm getting desperate because mm. I got a shit ton of characters and stories that I just want to release and I cannot find an artist who's willing to bet on themselves to draw. Mm-hmm. I color and we just put this thing out there. I don't well, 
listen, if this shit makes two thousand dollars, we both make a stack. Like I don't see what the problem is, you know. But so you know, a lot of artists out here saying, you know, times is rough, times is hard. I can't um, draw for free and stuff. I listen, I get it, but at some point you got to bank on yourself. You know what I'm saying? If people's constantly looking to hire you for work, why don't you have your own book? I'm here telling you that I have a platform. You know, concrete guarantee to make you some bread. You know, you just draw this. I color it. I don't care if it's my idea. We split it. I'm listen. I'm not greedy. I'm not here to. But because of the lack of artists trusting themselves, you know, I'm, I've been considering the AI art. I think you'll find somebody. I think I think you'll find somebody. You just keep looking. Um, you know, maybe maybe with your new social media, uh, you'll be able to put some of them. You know, call the actions out there, and then, uh, yeah. See, Kenji, Kenji, seeing commission, and Kenji is an amazing artist. Yo, Kenji, hey, Listen, Kenji, is, Kenji is an amazing artist. If you if you down for the ride and you down for the headache, Kenji, because my mind is crazy. I want to do crazy things and crazy. So we can do this, bro. Like my setup is nice. I'm ready to color and draw and character design. You know, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, what a lot of people, a lot of creators and artists don't understand is the biggest reason why Todd McFlaren and and Jim Lee and all of them got popping when they left Marvel and DC to create Image, because not only did they have a, a following, that following came with them. So at some point, it's more important, and this is what Lonzo preaches to me all the time, to us all the time, you know, you're more important than the book. You got your Jamil Lessie out there. That's what makes you guys so great. Danny, everybody love you guys, especially Danny J. You know, every time you see purple, you think of eighth grade. So hey, the brand is just crazy. <laughs> you know, you know, and I'm, and I'm not taking anything away from your comics. I love eighth grade. I no, even have my own design. I'm not giving it to you no more because he's now called Wild Card. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and and wow, um, I need to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> and, Wild card comes um, out in Ace Blade number eight. But, just watch. You know, you 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 gotta bank on yourself at some point. You really do. Um, I wouldn't have my deviant art if Alonzo wasn't pushing me. I didn't yeah. you know, not that I wasn't confident in my colors, my coloring skills, it's just that I wasn't pushing it like that. So now I really started pushing it and doing more, you know, doing colors for free and stuff like taking cheaper jobs because you know, you got you have to bank on. I saw them. I saw them thirty five dollar commissions. I was about to hit you up, but um. Anyways, all right, we got we got to get quick takes in here real quick before. Oh, okay, we get okay, out okay, here. okay, my bad. Um, yeah, let's 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 go ahead and do quick takes. Anybody who has not seen the show before, quick takes is a rapid Q and A section where we grill our guests. Um, because I've stalked their social media, and we're gonna ask you five questions. So I'm ready when you are, Kyron. Oh yeah. Um. So, all right. Quick takes. So here we go. We got forty-five seconds, and we're gonna ask you. Whoa! I like that screen. No, oh, thank you. Is that one of the things you bought off of Amazon? Damn. I saw you posting your. Uh, I saw you posted your your Amazon uh, wish list a while back. <laughs> nah, the beautiful screens. thing about this screen is you know how that update you can you know create multiple screens. Mm -hmm. So I, I usually cut it in three and I work on three different things at the same time. It's it's, ah. it's, it's beautiful. It's, I think it's a a great investment for people that need to multitask. Send me send me a link. Send me a link. Huh? 
Send me a link. Oh, definitely. I'll send, send it to you. I'm going to have to it's, get one. It's, it's, it's All right. beautiful. All right. Quick takes. All right. So question number one. I heard your, uh, I know your, your, your company slogan, keep it concrete. I always hear, hear, uh, hear y'all saying that. So, but I want to know what does that actually mean to you? What does, uh, keep it concrete mean for Jamil? Um, when we came in this, when we started, it was about telling great stories. Didn't want to push that we are the black, we're black, our characters are black. We all fell in love with characters. We love the story. It didn't matter the color of Mm-hmm. You know, we, I feel that we didn't have enough of that. Just great stories and the characters just happened to be black. And two, Onaji does this real well, but we all do it where we have female characters that we're not selling sex, not over-sexualizing us. You know, um, and that's what I mean by keep it concrete. Keep it real, be yourself. And um, that's it. Mainly, that's what it was all about. Telling great stories. There we go. I love it. Okay, so number two, I don't remember when it was, but I saw on your social media, you know how people always say, hey, such and such challenged me to post my 10 favorite rap albums or whatever, and today is day one. Okay, you you posted day one, but you didn't post none of the rest of the days. (laughs) You didn't post none of the rest of the days in the 10-day challenge. So right now, I need you to tell us your 10 favorite albums. 10 favorite albums. Uh, definitely Jay-Z Blueprint. That was the one. one. That was the one you posted. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only one. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. I don't even have a lot of favorite albums. Um, this is why they ever got the day two. Yeah, like... <laughs> uh, sheesh. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I don't know if you listen to that new Diddy joint, but that, that shit is popping. Okay. Um, all Kendrick Lamar albums. I'm okay, sorry. that's that's six. Like, okay, J Cole's first album. Okay, I listened to the other one. I, I like... love Jid. Jid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that shit is snapping. Yeah, and um, one more, the Black album. Jay's okay. favorite retired after that. Okay, so, that was about ten. That was about yeah. ten. All the Kendricks. Um, J Cole. So you say you mean when you say J Cole's first, are you talking about a mixtape? You talking about Friday Night Lights? Or are you talking about the sideline story? The sideline story. First oh, one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bet. All right. I'm a, I'm a huge J. Cole fan, too. So I love all J. J. Cole stuff. All right. Bet. Um, question number three. Don't you know you're not supposed to feed the animals? OK, I saw you posted one time that you had shown up somewhere and you were feeding like a gopher and a deer, some pineapples and all kinds of just some random animals in the backyard. Don't you know that you're not supposed to feed the animals? No. Uh, what is it about wildlife and, and animals that, that you like so much? Um, that's fun that you say that, uh, because there's no judgment there. You, you are who you are, mm-hmm. you know, um, like a lot of people look at a lion and say the lion is crazy or bad because it, it, it attacked a person, but no, that's the lion being a lion, you know, and we live in a society where we're so judgmental and we're quick to just say this, that, and the third, and we, and it's hard to accept people. I know it sounds crazy, when we look at the animal kingdom, like, like if you, you were created to be eaten by a lion, you know, <laughs> and, and they're so peaceful, and when they're born, they're all cute. It's very rare you see an ugly animal, so I just, I just love animals. I'm not a passionate animal lover, but, you know, the innocence in yeah. them, I love them. I like that. I like that. Cool. Um, okay, 
Now, here's the controversy, all right? You knew it was going to ask you, and you got to give us an answer. Absolver versus Acolyte. Who wins a fight to the death and why? Are we talking now or tomorrow? Right now. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> to the death. You know what? Because I love myself and I'm a big me fan, Absolver wins. Okay. Think, uh, and if I give the why, because I think the writer for Acolyte is so he holds back. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I don't hold back with Absolver. And I feel like in any bout, the person that's willing to go for the kill is always going to come out on top but versus the person that's holding back. If you hold him back, that means you lose a second somewhere. You know, if you go for the kill, you ain't hesitating. Absolver Acolyte will hold back. It don't matter how strong Acolyte is. Absolver wins. Boom. Okay. All right. All right. I'm down with it. I'm down and with make it. Make sure you, like, Show that one and tag him. Show that part. We go, right. Yep, we're going to clip that. We're tagging Lonzo. We got that one in the bars from earlier. We got, we got both of those. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Tuesday okay. and Thursday, they'll, they'll pop up. Okay. Now, my, my fifth question. So, um, if you don't know, I do another show called Top 5 Live, where we always do a top five list. And um, I like to ask our guests here to do a top five list off the top of our head. I saw you posted. What are you doing, Kyron? What are you doing? I can't do the timer. It won't do it. So okay, this, cool. This won't be no timer. You got 45 seconds. <laughs> it's in your head. You got 45 seconds. Yeah, yeah, you got 45 seconds. <laughs> I want to know. Uh, I saw you posted. I know it's going to be your number one because you posted like 10 versions of it. But um, I want to know your top five superhero vehicles. And I'll even make it easy for you. You can do multiple versions of the Batmobile if you would like. Top five. In any order, or the order five, matter? five to one, five to one. <sighs> um, <laughs> got like forty seconds now. Jeez. Um, uh, Kit Knight Rider. Okay, yeah, five, definitely. Um, we're gonna say like thirty seconds. I, I, I think don't know, but. uh, the the Pierce. Any uh uh any car that double seven press Bosman on Bosman card. Okay. That's yeah. definitely number four. Love it. Okay. And um the next car. It doesn't next. have to be a car, it can be any vehicle. It can be any I think vehicle. I love the SWAT cat shit. Uh still this SWAT cats. Oh, okay. The cartoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. The planes and all that, the jets yeah. and the yeah. this shit was them shits was fire. Okay. And um you know who the Gold Ranger when he first arrived at that pyramid Zord? Yo, that the Gold Ranger from Power Rangers oh, yeah, Zio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Power okay. Rangers Zio. Okay. I don't watch Power uh, Rangers. Man, so, yeah. you know, that was kind of fly. That was fly. Yeah, was you know fly. it's the straight pyramid. You know what? Yeah. And the white tiger from Power that's, Rangers. That's why I thought you were going when you said Power Rangers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a big Gold Ranger fan. Yeah. And number yeah. one would be all the Batman vehicles. All the Batman, all, all the Batman. Batman. That could have been your one through five right there. Just all Batman vehicles. <laughs> been a bat plane, Batmobile, Batcopter, right? Bat cycle. You yeah. know, um, uh, a bonus would be the car from uh, Spy Hunter, the video game. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That's a good list. That's a good. You get, you went in some unexpected places, you know, and I, I like that. No Blackbird, none of uh, like mine. What am I, I off the off the top of my head, like Silver Surfer's 
surfboard surfboard uh i think that would have been one of mine but i don't know if it technically would fit as a vehicle but uh you know i like that it'll get you to point a to point b so technically by definition there you go there you go all right now i appreciate it um and we are we are just about out of time but is there anything else that you want to tell people anything that you uh you got coming up and then also where can they find you on social media um yeah uh first of all kenji if you still here hit me up i'm very much interested (laughs) You know, I'm going to go search you. Um, I'll connect y'all for sure. I uh, appreciate it. Um, Basically, I know I've been silent, but I'm constantly working. You know, um, don't don't count Absolver out. You can catch me on uh, Twitter, Jamil Lefty1. Um, my TikTok is Jamil Lefty. My, uh, my IG is Absolver underscore the race. And... Um, on Facebook, it's Absolver, the Prince of the Oblivion. Um, my Deviant Art, we can see my colors that ill alien designs. And um, yeah, man, I'm here. You know, I still got the coolest character in concrete. Still the, the got the best, the most swag in concrete. And Danny J and Kyron, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed this. I really appreciate it. Hey, we appreciate you. Kyron's camera crapped out somehow. But um, I'm blaming uh, a. I'm blaming restream. I I don't I don't know what's going on. I'm blaming restream on that. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible, terrible. Okay, so Kyron, where can people find you? I have no idea anymore. Um, (laughs) you can find me at touristcomics.com. I am on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at touristcomics. Danny J. Quick, where can people find you? You know, it's our website, fourthwallpros.com. Um, and if you want to find me on social media, it's at the Ace Blade on all social media platforms. Um, thank y'all for coming. Thank y'all for coming out. We appreciate everybody in the comments. Jamil, we appreciate you coming back. And I uh, apologize again for not being here last time. Uh, it was a great conversation. Um, I'm definitely going to be posting some Absolver content on TikTok soon. So um, look out for that. Um, now that you got your, now that you got your social media, social media manager, uh, we'll make sure we, uh, we, we promote each other on there for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I got you guys. I, I, I don't want to be a stranger. Have me back anytime. You know, I'm, I'm always cool. You know, if the price is right, I'll give you all concrete secrets. Hey, there we go. There we go. I even call you guys and put the phone on mute so you can listen in, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. (sighs) I love it. I love it. Oh, All right, thank you. I thought Danny, you were gonna do the rest of the outro. No, oh, I'm sorry. No, no you got it. Go ahead, Kyra. All right, fine. Uh, join us next week where we're going to have creator Ben Lacey on the show. Uh, we're going to be here same time, uh, six no seven a.m. Pacific, ten a.m. Eastern, and uh, we're gonna have some fun with him. But until next time, sayonara, goodbye, and everyone, please take care of yourselves. Oh, 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 oh,